I'm bankrupt. I literally get kicked out of my apartment in San Diego because I can't afford to pay my taxes and the rent. Move back to my mom's basement. And that was kind of where I retooled myself. And I said, man, you fucked up. But this is only a failure if you choose not to take lessons from it and keep going. So what are the lessons going to be and what's the vision? Where are we going now? Hey friends, Bedros Koulian here. Welcome to another episode of the Empire Podcast. Of course, this is the Empire Podcast Inside Look. And today we've got a very special guest. His name is Jason Capital, and he is the high income expert. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk to Jason Capital. So I want to welcome you here, Jason. Thanks for coming to the HQ. Absolutely, man. Glad to be here. Now, you and I met each other, and we're just talking about this, in 2009, early 2009. Yeah. At a Frank Kern event. List control. Yes. And those of you who don't know who Frank Kern is, definitely look him up. Give him a shout out, especially on Facebook. He's active on Facebook and let him know that, uh, that uh, Bedros and Jason say hello. Frank is a dear friend of mine. But Frank Kern was and still is one of the top internet marketers. And the way you made it into this high income expert industry mm -hmm. is by starting off as a internet marketer at a pretty young age. Mm -hmm. How did you start off? Why don't you tell us? That's a, a great question. So I was 20 years old, and my, my journey very shortly is I was a basketball player my whole life. Uh, when I was 13 years old, I tried out for the eighth grade basketball team. All my friends are joining. Uh, you know, the coach puts up the list of names of who made the team in the locker room after. So I go and I look. All my friends are celebrating. My, na my name's not anywhere on the list. I was the only one of my friends that got cut from the team. So obviously, I feel left out. And I make this big, big grand goal that, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to play college basketball. I'm going to dedicate my life to proving this motherfucker wrong who cut me from the team, right? The, the coach, Mr. Sure. Kekos was his name. Okay. And uh, this is what I dedicated my life to for the next eight years. And I played college basketball. I went to a few different schools, and I, I played, and I, I got it, and I did it, and then I burned out. And I go back to Michigan State, where I was from Michigan originally. And um, this was my first experience, not being a college basketball player, but just being a college human being. And I didn't like it. All my friends, uh, they go to class, and they don't really study, and then they get hammered on the weekend drinking Red Cups and Vodka Rebels. And this is their whole life. And I'm like, what the hell? This is not, this is not what I want to do with my life. Besides, don't you guys realize that next year you're going to be stuck in some cubicle slaving your life away for some, some boss you probably don't even like and respect, and you're okay with that? Like, shouldn't you be doing something to avoid the pain of a nine-to-five? And they didn't seem to care, and I did. So I, that's what started me on my search for how can I make money. Literally, my, my goal, I never wanted to be a businessman or anything mm. like that. I just wanted to not have to work a nine-to-five. I just didn't want that. Gotcha. Now, let me stop you right there. Now, yes. for those of you watching and listening to this episode, the reason I've got Jason Capital here is, is not only because I've known the guy for almost a decade, but I also know his finances, his personal income intimately, and he walks the walk, talks the talk. Now, dude, I'm curious, at the young age of 20, and by the way, we should tell everybody right now how old you are. Yes, I'm 29. You're 29 now, yes. so you're still not 30, yet you have a almost eight-figure business now, yeah. right? We're about to hit eight figures yes. with your company, and uh, that's, that's pretty impressive. But how does a 20, 21-year-old who should be out drinking, partying, smoking weed, getting laid, sleeping in, have this thought, this wherewithal to go, you know what, in a year or two, they're going to end up in cubicles and hating life. I don't want that. Like, what got you to think that way? So growing up, one thing I always saw at home was my parents always arguing about bills. 
Um, I remember every Sunday, that was the Sunday my mom takes out all the bills and she goes through it. And the more bills she goes through, the, the more stressed she becomes. And then, of course, heat transfer. She transfers it over to my dad. And now they're arguing. My bedroom was actually located right next to theirs. So I could time it every Sunday night. I'd be trying to sleep and I could hear them arguing about bills in the other room. And I knew that and, and the, the association I made when I was younger was normal job equals normal problems. And those normal problems are financial stress or you know you and your, your spouse argue about bills. I think uh, financial issues is actually the number one cause of divorce and, and arguments 100%. So I saw if I take the normal path, I'm going to end up with the normal life and all those normal problems. And I knew I had to do something else. It's like it reminds me of you know, we're always taught, especially people my age, the millennial generation, are taught to climb the ladder. That's like the whole thing you're supposed to do. The problem is we never go, where does this ladder lead to? <laughs> it's, it's not a ladder to the good life. It's a ladder to pain and mediocrity and misery. And that's just not a fucking ladder I want to climb. Dan Kennedy used to say, don't climb other people's ladders. Create your own ladders and have them climb your ladder, which is a, a business lesson sure, on its own. Sure. Um, but that, I just knew I couldn't do the normal way because I'm going to end up you know, love my mom and dad, but I don't want to end up like them. You know, they're much happier now, fortunately, once the kids get out of the house. Of course. That, that's where it came from. So, so that's interesting. So a lot of you watching and listening to this might think that, gosh, you know, Jason must be this old soul and he had this ability to think way forward. But really, it was the pain and the frustration of seeing your parents argue or hearing them argue in the next room mm -hmm. that told you, I don't want these normal people problems. And so I'm going to have this extraordinary life for myself. So once you make that decision... What is the next thing you do to decide that I'm not going to work in a cubicle, that I'm going to work for myself? Yeah, great question. So uh, I started looking online. The internet was, was around back then even, you know. And I started searching, and I found uh, this internet marketing thing, this internet marketing world. And I got on some guy named Ryan Lee, and I got on his email list. Yeah. And then uh, someone else's list named Craig Valentine, I got on his list. And I'm just like, look, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, not, I'm dabbling. I'm not trying it. I'm just looking around, and I'm like, that maybe I could write an ebook or some shit like that. And I got an email from Craig one day about writing an ebook, and I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna do it. So I write the ebook, I write my first sales page, it's abundantly terrible, every word, it's just awful, it looks terrible, but I put it online, and I don't know if you remember, you're putting out your first product online, but we all think, the minute it goes live, I'm, I'm moving I'm to good. the beach, yeah, yeah, the sales is gonna come pouring in. Yeah. And I remember it was October uh, 31st, 2008, when I put it online. And I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to put it online. I'm going to go party for Halloween the one time I allow myself to party. But wake up November 1, I'm going to have a few hundred bucks. Like, this is my new life. Put it online, wake up the next morning, no sales at all. No one cares. Nothing happens. And I now, what was the product? It was, so it was called Effective Ball Handling. It was an ebook teaching high school and college players how to dribble the ball better. Okay, so before we go finish the story, I'm sure. going to do a deep dive here because my job is also to extract the lessons out of our guests like you to teach our, in this case, our young entrepreneurs who want to create an online business. So yes. you created an effective ball handling, as in basketball handling, ebook. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing you just wrote Word doc and then converted to a PDF? 100%. And so how did you decide that there was enough people that were having pain or needed the solution for you to create it? Sure. So uh, personal experience, right? I, I spent eight hours a day in the gym from, from basically 13 to 20. So what I saw, I, you know, I, I must have met 10,000 basketball players from AAU tournaments to summer league to just in the gym. And they all had the same problem, which is that most of them just couldn't dribble very well. And they turn the ball over. Or they'd get nervous if you come and you guard them real tight. And I knew that was a pain point. I didn't know what a pain point was back then. I didn't know marketing. I didn't know you're supposed to market to, you know, to an agitate. I didn't, I didn't know any of that. I just knew because I'd 
first world experience, right? This is the problem people have. This is the problem I had. I solved it for myself. Um, I was training basketball players in the gym already. So I knew I had a real world solution and I could now replicate it to, to the masses. Got you. Because yeah. you had the problem, you fixed the problem in yourself and you go, well, if I had it, others might have it as well. Exactly. And of course, one of the fastest ways to make money, whether it's online or offline, is to find a problem that the masses are having and then create the solution to it, which yes. is what you did. So you create the solution. It goes up in October, of yep. course, the web page. And like all of us who have some kind of online digital product, we think the money's going to come rolling in, but obviously nothing. So what do you do next? So uh, I coasted for a little bit and I just kind of gave up on it. I didn't think about it. And then fortunately, um, we have a mutual friend named Elliot Hulse and Ryan McGinn, two guys yeah. who, when I played college basketball, I was in Florida before Michigan State. And there was a gym right next to our school called Strength Camp. This is just fortuitous. It's just fate. It worked out that way. And one day I stumble over there because I wanted a place to train outside of school. And I met Ryan and I met Elliot, developed a friendship with them. And then when I go back to Michigan State, I'm doing this ebook thing. It's not working. Uh, Ryan and Elliot both send me a message on Facebook. They're like, yo, there's this internet marketing conference. Uh, it's $3,500 a ticket, but they're giving away 10 scholarships to young entrepreneurs. You, Jason, should apply. And that was like my wake up call. And I'm like, why not? I'll apply. So I applied for it. It was called the Underground Online Marketing Seminar by Yannick Silver, yeah. where you have been a, a speaker. And I, I think I was a speaker that particular year. Was, was it 2010 that you went or 2009? It was, it was the year before. Okay, so I was a speaker the following year. Go yeah, on. and I actually saw that speech, by the way, and it was, it was marvelous. Thank you. And I remember the little story you told at the end about your buddy lifting weights and the little piece of... Yes, yeah, which him sharding. Just to show yeah. how much of an imprint that story <laughs> makes. I still remember that freaking story, dude. True uh, story. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Not for the show, but yeah. Right. Uh, so... I apply, I hear nothing back, and then the week before the event, I get an email from this woman, Shanika, who's running the event, and she goes, hey, um, good news and bad news. Bad news is you weren't one of the 10. Good news is number 10 was from Pakistan. Her government won't let her come to the US. Oh, wow. Do you want the scholarship? It, absolutely, give it to me, right? So I, fortunately, I get it. I go there, and I meet Craig Ballantyne in person. And for some reason, Craig, pulls me aside on like a couch at the, at, so I'm sitting there in the event and remember Mike Geary was a speaker yeah. and he's talking about SEO and, and ad, I don't know what the hell any of these people are talking about. Um, so I'm, I'm completely lost, right? Craig pulls me aside, sits me on a couch, pulls out a napkin and a piece of paper and he's like, listen, you have an ebook, it's not making sales, you need to do a product launch with affiliates, here's what you're gonna do. And he just diagrams it out for me, 20 minutes later, he gives it back, he goes, good luck, right? So I just listened to him. I just did what he told me and I go back home and a month later I was making $20,000 a month from this little ebook, just like that. So, so great lesson here in that one, you didn't give up. You didn't give up. Number two, you searched for other opportunities and you found this opportunity where you got a scholarship to, to Yannick Silver's underground event. Yeah. Number three, a mentor who you looked up to, in this case you were on Craig's email list, you mm -hmm. said, now you meet him in person you used the wisdom that the mentor gave you instead of trying to figure out on your own. Yes. Because when we take a mentor's information and we apply it, assuming the mentor knows what the hell they're doing, sure. then we time collapse. In other words, we get results in a shorter amount of time with least amount of effort and frustration. And then, in fact, you mentor a lot of men to create higher incomes for themselves. And we'll get to that in just a moment. So now you're making $20,000 a month. Like sure. that 
for a young man in their early 20s might as well be like 200,000, 200 million. Sure. I mean, your life is forever changed at this Completely, point, right? Yeah. What does life look like for you now at that point? <laughs> so uh, I get my own place on campus now, right? My own house. I don't need to, roommates to split it with me anymore. Uh, first thing I did, actually, the first check I got was like, the, it, was, it was ClickBank, so they pay out you know, every two weeks or whatever. It was like 15000 and some change was like sure. this first check. Why don't you explain to our viewers and listeners what ClickBank is? ClickBank is a marketplace that allows you to sell your digital products without you having to set up merchant accounts or mids or authorize that. It's, it, it's a very simple way to get your products online. Online and marketplace. Instantly, yeah, yep. with, with affiliates available for you as well. Brilliant. So it's, it's solid. Uh, so I take that first check. First thing I do is I go on Craigslist. I search used cars that are for sale, and I find an Audi A4 convertible cabriolet, beige exterior, beige interior. Uh, I call the guy. Yeah, test drive. Sure, I go. I give it a test drive. He's like selling me on it in my mind. I'm like, I'm buying this freaking car. I don't care. So we, we get back to lot. He's like, what do you think? I give him the check. I'm like, here. And he takes it, and I get the keys, and that was what I did. That was the first thing I did. Good for you. Car. How did that feel? It felt amazing. To uh, find it and buy it because you wanted it. Just on the spot. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it certainly went to my head. Huge, it was a huge ego boost. And so I take the car back to campus. So what I did was I keep building my online business, but I stayed at Michigan State. So I drop out of school, but I stay on campus for all the social benefits of, sure. of everything I'm enjoying now, of course, <laughs> right? So all my friends are going to class all day. They're paying money to learn stuff they won't use in real life while I'm getting paid to help people worldwide from my bedroom. And as you know, I, you know most of my early 20s, I made a lot of money for the first, you know, till 26, 27, uh, for my robe in my bed, for my laptop. Like that's, that's been my office until a couple of years ago. What an ago. experience. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now there was obviously a big shift in transition at some point. Yeah. And if I don't, if I, if I remember correctly, you moved to San Diego at some point. Yes. Because well, one, it's just amazing climate and weather and people. And two, there's a lot of internet marketers who also tend to congregate in that area. Why don't you tell us the story of that time? Well, I w so I was at Silicon Michigan State, and uh, I remember one night I'm walking back from the bars. It's like one in the morning, and it, it was one of those. It's, it's one of those turning points I, I think in every young man's life, and certainly a lot of the guys I work with. They hit this point sometime in the early 20s too, where they're at the bar and they're looking around and they're like, "Why the hell am I here? I don't even like these people. I'm trying to impress people. I don't like to get girls that I don't even." Maybe they're hot, but I don't even like their personalities. Like, it just hits a point where they're like, what am I doing? Yeah. I had that point. So I leave the bar and I call David Sinek. I make these weird spontaneous decisions sometimes. I call David Sinek, our yeah. mutual friend who runs Paleo Hacks now. And I said, Dave, uh, you're living in Connecticut. I'm still in Michigan. Why the hell are we here? Let's move to San Diego. And he goes, okay. And literally a week later, we paid for the apartment and, and I'm living in San That's Diego. That's right. It was you and David living yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So we're living there. Um, and... I was young, right, and I allowed some of the success to go to my head, and I got away from the fundamentals and the principles that drive business success. I started sleeping in, hitting the snooze button, uh, partying a little bit. Uh, just, I, I, I was really just trying to, how can I maintain, my, my question was, how can I maintain my income with the least amount of effort, which is the wrong, because that's, that's a question of someone who's trying to maintain, not trying to grow. And that's what I was doing. Of course, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. There right? is no maintenance. Yeah, there, there's no maintenance. And this is a lesson I understand now. And I didn't get it then. And uh, within about a year and a half there, I'd gone bankrupt. And I lost all my money. I'd spent it. You know, I, I, I came to California. I got this legal card for, you know, a, a medical card for things that are legal and green in, in California. You can smoke. And yeah. I started using that a lot. And I stopped working as hard as I did. And the money just started slowly. You know, I literally, I would smoke. And then I would go to, to Gaslamp and I'd go shopping. Like 
don't go shopping while high because you will spend way too much money, which, which is another valuable lesson I guess I learned. So, so I got to stop you right here because Please. here's a massive lesson for young entrepreneurs in their 20s especially who can use the internet to scale their income quickly, but then poor discipline sets in and we go, you know what? I'm just going to maintain this lifestyle and then you know, smoke weed, drink, go out shopping. And nothing wrong with any of that stuff sure. if it was with the mindset of I'm going to keep scaling. Yes. It was the kiss of death when you said I'm going to maintain. Yes. So what big lessons can you give a young entrepreneur? If you, we can give three lessons to a young entrepreneur whose business is scaling right now so that they don't go fucking up their lives, they don't go yeah. ruining their income, and then yeah. going back and living with mom and dad. Yeah, well one, do a huge gut check. Are you trying to maintain or are you still trying to go? Because when you started, you were pushing those numbers. You would set targets every month and you were trying to beat those numbers every month. You were always trying to beat yesterday or beat last month. Are you still doing that or now are you just kind of now that you got some money, you got something to lose, are you playing not to lose instead of to win? That would be mm. the first one. Uh, the second one is who are you surrounding yourself with, right? I started partying, hanging with people who uh, would, I can't remember the, the phrase for it, but people who supported things that I shouldn't have been doing, who supported me sleeping. And who enablers. Supported, enablers, that's the word. Yeah. Um, I was hanging out with enablers and ducks instead of eagles and people. Uh, really, I stopped hanging out with people who were better than me, which would have motivated me. So that was huge, the environment. And then the third one, I. Uh, Man, you know what it is really? And this is something I've really gotten clear of, even in the last year of my life, is I didn't have a coach at the time. And when you don't have a coach, you think you're okay until you get a coach and you have that first call or session with the coach and you get off the phone or the session and you go, what the hell, this is so much better. How have I gone the last month, year, 10 years without a coach? I've been missing out so much. Today, I have four coaches that I pay because it's just so impactful and it's so helpful. Well, then I had no mentors, I had no coach. That's huge. And it's yeah. funny that you say that because as you and I got to working together and I got to see your business scale, I, I was originally unaware of the part in San Diego where you started to lose it all and go bankrupt. Sure. Right? Yeah. Right? So obviously you had learned those lessons and by the time you and I were working together, I just saw the hockey stick part of you, you growing. Now today, of course, you no longer have this basketball product. Yes. You kind of shifted gears from basketball into working with young men but figuring out helping young men figure out how they can well meet the opposite sex yes how did you even stumble upon becoming a <laughs> dating coach man sure well when i first started making money selling the basketball ebook yeah. i got really into i like the copy and the market i really like the psychology of it that's my and this is stuff we talk about a lot behind the scenes we love the psychology of sales and influence and marketing and and all this stuff and i noticed there was this really really close uh correlation between being good at copy and marketing and being good with the opposite sex. I noticed the psychology is almost the same and I got really into that stuff. And I'm li again, I'm, I'm living at Michigan State, big, 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 like big 10 party school. I'm not going to class. I work a couple hours a day for my laptop. I'm making money. What else am I doing all day? Mm. Right. I would go out twice a day every day. I would literally go out at 12 with friends and we get some drinks and meet girls and have fun. And then I take a nap. And then 6, 7 p.m., wake up, hit Chipotle, get a burrito, and then party again and do it till 3 in the morning. And I did this every day, twice a day for over a year. And in that time, I got really, really good at this stuff. And what happened was a lot of the fraternities at Michigan State noticed me doing this because their sorority girls, because you're supposed to be connected or whatever, were like, hey, why are you with him? You're supposed to be with us, this kind of thing. And one really, really intelligent frat guy came up to me and said, dude, we all see you. We don't know what the hell you're doing, but it's clearly working. Can you teach us what you're doing? 
And I go, yeah, of course. And he goes, well, we'll give you 50 bucks just to show us what you, so I'm like, great, 50 bucks. Pull out a whiteboard, I teach them all my, my ideas and stuff before frat party and then, and that's how it started. And then what, that was my first client, right? And then it became another and then another. So uh, after I come back from San Diego, basically what happened is I'm bankrupt. I literally get kicked out of my apartment in San Diego because I can't afford to pay my taxes and the rent. I chose to pay taxes instead of rent, but I got no money left. Moved back to my mom's basement and I spent a lot of time down there for, for that summer. And that was kind of where I retooled myself. And I said, man, you fucked up. But this is only a failure if you choose not to take lessons from it and keep going. So what are the lessons going to be and what's the vision? Where are we going now? And I decided I wanted to help as many guys succeed with women as, as possible, like I had. And in that basement, I kind of mapped this plan of how Jason Capital is going to become America's honest dating coach and publish you know, all these products and books and, and help guys all across the world succeed with the opposite sex. And that's, that's kind of where it happened. Gotcha. And yeah. you did that really well very quickly. And I should say that because I've had firsthand experience in seeing that growth in that part of the business. And so once again, there's a lesson here for everyone watching and listening to this. And I want you to really take this gem home. He's found a problem that other guys were having, and he goes, I've got the solution because I've been going out twice a day, every day for well over a year, and my success rate with women continues to improve because like anything else, there's another lesson here, repetition. Twice a day, every day for a year plus, that's a lot of repetition, a lot of reps, right? Yeah. And very quickly, you see your closing percentage, for lack of a better term, improve. Sure. So repetition is number one, whether you're selling in fitness, in relationships, in mindset. You can't just read one book on mindset or motivation and think that you're going to all of a sudden be this amazing savant. It's repetition. Number two that I see here is that just like the basketball, you had the problem and you knew others might have this problem. Let me create the solution. Now here you go, hey look, I've got a really cool way of picking up women. I think other guys have this problem as well. In fact, one guy reached out to you and said, hey, can you teach me? And that was the impetus of creating courses, workshops. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had all types. You had membership all platforms, kinds, right? Everything there is, yeah. And so that became a seven-figure business. Mm -hmm. But now you've kind of changed courses again, which is now what I see, the third evolution of you recreating yourself, which is the third lesson I want to share here with everyone. It's okay to recreate yourself. Mm -hmm. As you grow, as you mature, you, have, you go through these new phases of life. So now this new phase of life that you're in, where you're a high income coach, where did you see the opportunity? Why did you make this move? And what are you doing now to mentor men? Yeah, well, so when I started the dating business, I, I literally went from my mom's basement to a millionaire nine months later. It took only nine months. And what I learned from that is, well, I'll share with you one of the biggest lessons I got from the basketball thing and bankrupt before I get to this. And it was that part of the reason to me that business tanked is because I stopped doing basketball every day. I didn't train players anymore. I didn't study the game. I didn't love the game like I had before. And it showed in my marketing and it showed in my communications. Yeah. And one lesson I, I took with me into the dating is, dude, if you're gonna do this, you need to be the ultimate expert on this thing too. You can't just know a lot about it because you had this period of your life where you've learned and then just rely on those, those reps. You need to keep getting reps. You need to keep getting better every day. I call it Kaizen. You need to Kaizen yep. every single day. You have to get better at this craft every day. And that, that's really what allowed it to, to explode so much. And then going forward, you know, I started that, uh, that I was 24, I'm 29 now. So I've just, have, I've been fun doing that the last four or five years. And about a year ago, uh, actually about a year and a half ago, I went to a seminar in Scotland, 
right, by a guy named Dan Pena who puts yeah. on the seminar. This crazy billionaire eccentric guy who lives in a castle in Scotland and holds these seminars. In fact, the event is called the Castle Seminar. It's, called, it's right? called the Castle Seminar, yeah. yeah. And it's a seven-day seminar where you're living at his castle. And he just puts a fence around you and he just doesn't let you go. And he just he barks and he yells and he screams and he beats it into your head what you need to know. All the shit your parents and colleges and, and teachers didn't teach you. And at that event, it was a real... Uh, gut check moment for me to realize, dude, do you want to keep doing this dating thing? Like, are you still passionate about it? Or are you losing that passion? And is that lack of passion going to make it so you do what you do with basketball where you stop mm. doing it and you just start, you basically you start teaching from memories instead of last week. Sure. And I saw that was going to be happening and I knew that wasn't going to work. And I'm like, well, what do I really love talking about? What am I really thinking about most of the time? And it's, it's income. It's money. I've, I love money. I love what it's a lot for, to do for myself and my family. And l like last or two weeks ago, I got to take uh, my, my girlfriend and my brother and a bunch of my closest friends. I took them to Vegas and we went to uh, EDC out there and we partied out there. And yeah. I got them all in the penthouse. And they're this, like, I get to treat these people to these amazing things sure. because of money. I love doing that for people. And uh, that's, that's what I wanted to do. And I know I've, I've been able to do that a lot for myself in, in my 20s. And I know from talking to, because what would happen is we'd have these big events, right? Like my, my summits and stuff. And like the last one, 500 people showed up where you came and you just blew everybody away. But I'm talking to them out there and I'm realizing all these guys are, they're doing pretty well with girls by now. Like they, like the shit works, fortunately. Like they're not as concerned about girls so much as they are about money. This is what I'm hearing from all of them. Yeah. Dude, they're like, dude, dude, I got girls. That's fine. So you saw your customers yeah. evolving as well, didn't yes, you? Yes, completely. Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. It, which, is, which was crazy, but it's what they all wanted was money. And uh, one little, uh, really, I think it'd be really helpful for everybody here that really showed me this is about a year ago, I'm thinking about all this. I'm, I'm, you know, I have my book, Higher Status. I'm trying to figure out how do we reinvent? How do we bridge this gap? And, and really, how do I know it's the right move? Because what if I do all this reinvention and it doesn't work? So what I did was I did a JV with another guy. We did a webinar. It's one of his offers that I believed in, but it sold money. It didn't sell anything else. It just sold how to increase your income. Yeah. And it was the biggest promotion that I had ever done to my own following. And I got market feedback and market validation that, hey, this is where we You're need to be You're on the right going. path yes. again. Yeah. You're on the right path again. So for the third time now, again, you see the, the guys who were following you and purchasing how to get laid programs, basically, had this other problem. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I want to have a lifestyle like you. Yeah. And you said, well, you know what? I had the problem of not having money, and I solved it, and I can teach you that as well. So it goes back to find a problem and then the solution. So yes. now you're helping these young men do this, but you wanted to test the market. And so the easiest way to test the market was to do a JV, a joint venture partnership is what JV stands for. And then of course, promote someone else's mm -hmm. how to make money product mm -hmm. to confirm your belief. So this is called testing in the marketplace, right? You could have just gone out and said, well, I'm going to start helping guys make money. So let me create a course on that. But isn't it infinitely faster, easier and cheaper for you to promote someone else's program and get affiliate commissions and mm -hmm. confirm it? 100%. Yeah. So that's what you did. And now you have these courses that teach men how to make money. And I, I guess anyone, men or women, really, how to make money. Um, but it's done in a very unique way with this whole freedom component attached to it. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us what this new evolution of Jason Capital is like and what is the impact that you're making? Sure. Well, I mean, as we see, there are... Most people, I, th I think I just saw a study that said 13% of people uh, enjoy the work that they do. 13%, which means 87% 87, 87 of people are just fucking miserable yeah. at work. Um, 
And how many people do we know who make six figures, but they're still miserable too, right, with their lives because they're working 80 hours a week or they work for a company they don't believe in? My mission is to help a million people earn a higher income for themselves and for their families, but do it in a way doing work that they actually love. And that's such a big thing because, yeah, we could talk about freedom. Like there's a whole four-hour work week, Frank Kern 2009, the things he sold with the surfer and the sure. whole image and stuff. That was, I think that was a phase. I think people realize now you're not going to work four hours a week and make six or 500 grand a year or something from your life. It's just not possible. Yeah. But you can do it working two or three hours a day from your laptop, and you can make a very high six-figure income doing it that way if you have the right models that you're implementing. For instance, um, 24, 25, 26, 27 myself, I made millions and millions of dollars every single year working three hours a day for my bed. So I know it can be done. Um, I don't expect people to work three hours a day and make seven figures, but three hours a day, six figures, very, very doable. So what we're doing now is we have two courses, two things that we teach. And that was a huge lesson for me also, Bedros, was simplifying my shit, yeah. right? Because the dating thing, it, we had 60-something courses. That it's just... Like, like Richard, I remember that. You were the king of like a whole new offer almost every other week. Every week. Yeah. And, and we're talking like full legit sales pages, designs, funnels, like all of, like everything, right? Uh, and Richard Koch, author of 8020, he talks about the cost of complexity. Yes. And there's a huge cost to complexity, which was this is fucking crazy. We can't scale this. So now it's simple. I have two things that I can. And when you have two things, now I can devote so much more time to the customer experience and serving my customers better. So we have our email income expert certification program, which is where I teach you how to write a daily email for business owners so that they don't have to and it helps them grow their business and you basically get three clients, pay you 3K a month, six figures, right? And something they can do from home. Yes, 100% from home, so freedom component. You're helping people with your emails and we launched that only a few months ago and we already have dozens of success stories, guys, who are making six figures from the laptop, which is excellent, right? Yeah. And then my second one, and there's not gonna be a third, there's gonna be two for at least the next few years that I wanna focus on, is high income coaching. Right, and really, you know, we, we see all this coach, everyone knows you need a coach, right? Tiger Woods, DiCaprio, even Warren Buffett still has coaches, right? So everyone needs a coach. And there's like, the, there was this whole phase of life coaching that came out a few years ago and, and everyone knows the term and stuff. Well, what do people want more than a higher income, right? Life coaching is so vague. I know that in marketing, that the more specific and more niched I can get, the tighter my messaging can be, the tighter the response will be, the better the, the marketing response will be. So ever wants hiring, let's just develop a curriculum that we can, I can train coaches and I can teach them this curriculum so they can impart it to the end user that will give them over the course of eight or 12 weeks the skills that they need, what I call high income skills, to increase their income. So with high income coaching, I'm not teaching anyone an email model or a webinar model or a franchise. Like, we're not teaching models, we're teaching skills. This is the shit you should have learned in college. That when you paid 100 grand to get a degree, this is the shit they should have given you, this, the high income skills. Why like, aren't they giving it to them at college? It's, Dude, in my opinion, it's just, it's, it's the whole idea of uh, the, the, the chains of habit are too light to be felt until too heavy to be broken, right? They've been doing it one way for so long in college that they can't make the shift. Mm. And, it's, and they're trying. In fact, Harvard has a coaching program now where they actually teach people how to be coaches, but it's one little class. It's not a big thing. They're just, I think when you're so big, you're so slow to adjust. To yeah. And as lean entrepreneurs, we don't have that issue. We can move right. very, very quickly. And I, I move as fast as I can in everything that I do. So with high income coaching, working on high income skills, the things that people need, like I don't, I don't have to know what job you have. I know if I can give you these skills, you're gonna make more money. And those skills include speaking, copywriting, marketing, uh, networking, productivity, and 
authorship, knowing how to publish your own content. Look at the word author and authority, right? The same root. So knowing how to even publish, how, you could be a CPA who just works for someone else, but if I can teach you how to publish a book on Amazon and become a bestseller in two days, how is that not gonna increase your income at work? Sure. Of course it will, yeah. Sure. So, so now here you are doing this and you also have something above and beyond those two courses, which is your mentorship program and your mastermind program. Yeah. What does that look like? What do you teach as a mentor to, the, to, these, to these men who are members? Sure, so, so we, first of all, anyone in, in our program, like I know there's a lot of masterminds out there which are very vague. And we've been we've member we've joined some of them and sure. and they're just they're very they're very vague. People come and they hang out and and someone talks about this and someone talks about that and it's just this hodgepodge. It doesn't seem like there's focus. It doesn't seem like there's a measurable target we're moving towards. So in our group, you come in, you have to choose. Are you going to do email? Or are you going to be high income coach? You can't do anything else. If you want to do something else, that is fantastic. Go in another group. You're not for us. Gotcha. We need to focus here. So you pick one of those two. And the two things we do in the group is one, I through the outside eyes that help you scale that business that you're running there. And then two, we do a lot of drills and a lot of reps to work on these high income skills. So we're doing a lot of role playing for sales stuff. We're doing a lot of networking stuff. Like you might come in and I might literally pull out your phone and I might text 12 people for you and send this message just so you can see what you need to be doing. It's a lot of, it's implementation. It's not just teaching. I love that, which implementation is just another word for repetitions, yes. right? Yeah. So rather than giving wacky theories or, or vague or watered down ideas, you go, hey, you're gonna come into this mastermind or coaching program and you're gonna either go down this path or that path, the email path or the high income path. And whichever one it is, it's repetition after repetition because at the end of the day, you've got these, these members for lack of a better term, held hostage for two days of course, where yeah. you can influence them. And one of the terms I've learned from you, which I love, is environmental exposure. Yes. And so why don't you tell our viewers and listeners what environmental exposure is, and there is a negative effect of environmental exposure and a positive one. Why don't you share that sure. with us? Sure, yeah. So first of all, it is, it is essential. Environmental exposure, is, it's not a... It's not uh, a nice to have. It's not a I should do. It is you have to fucking have it. You have to have it in your life. And I learned it just from feedback analysis and looking at what had been the most successful people that I've met. What do they all have in common? And I noticed that uh, when I'm when I'm at that event with Craig Malton, I'm 20 years old. I met another guy at an event two months later named Joel Marion. And uh, I meet with Joel and literally 20 minutes with Joel, he tells me two things that I go back and take to my business that make me like $40,000. And at the time, that's a ton of money for me. Sure. And I realized this $40,000 literally came from a 20 minute conversation. There's something there. The second thing was I'm 24. I'm just starting my dating business. We're about 25,000 a month. I'm like doing okay. And I think I'm good. It's 24 years old making 20. You think, sure. you think you're the shit, right? And I go to a mastermind. Actually, I set it up in Santa Monica and it was three people. It was me. It was Lewis Howes and it was Brian Moran. And Brian Moran owned Sam Cart, and he ran a company called Get 10 Can Vans, which is a Facebook trading company. And I'm there, and I go first in this mastermind, and I open the kimono, and I'm like, here's what I'm doing. Look how great I am. And both of them, you know you get that response, and you're like, okay. Like, it's totally unimpressed, right? Sure. And I deflate like a balloon, and I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, well, what are you guys doing? Like, tell me. And Brian's like, well, I'm like, how much are you making? He goes, 150000 a month. And I'm like, that's pretty good. How are you doing that? He goes, I'm going to show you. Yes. Goes on the whiteboard. And in five minutes, he shows me his promotional calendar. Very, very simple marketing thing that I didn't have that he did. 
I take this idea and in less than 90 days, I went from 25 to $100,000 a month and I can attribute all of it to that idea. And I came from that experience saying to myself, you know what, five minutes with a genius is more valuable than five years with a really smart guy. Mm. And it really, really is. And I realized it's an environmental exposure. And as I studied, you know, I study like history. I study uh, Alexander and Caesar and Benjamin Franklin, all these people I look up to. And I see their, you know, we have hindsight, the benefit of it. So I can see their timelines and I can see Every huge growth point, every like phenomenon type 12 month period that they have, it all was triggered by some exposure to someone who was five or 10 or 20 years ahead of them. And he imparted some wisdom to them in just a few minutes. And what I've done now is how can I schedule environmental exposure so I, I don't, don't have to wait for them by chance, but I get them every single month. So in the mastermind, that's what you're getting when, when you work with me or any of the guest speakers I, I bring in. If, if someone's in your empire mastermind, that's, what, that's part of what they're paying right. for is that exposure of meeting someone who has the wisdom that they need, the strategies that they need, and the standards that they should be living up to. And you're the one who's going to hold them accountable to these higher standards. That is a massive takeaway for our audience. I want to just share this again with you guys because the idea of environmental exposure is that if you expose yourself to losers, to, to ducks, you're going to be a duck. If you expose yourself to eagles, you're just going to end up soaring higher. Yes. And you don't have to wait. I love that what you said, that you don't have to wait for an accidental or chance exposure to someone. Yes. You can actually go to events and workshops and so on. And the reason I want to share this message and drive it home to those of you watching and listening is because right now I see too many people hanging out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, basically hiding behind their device or their computer mm -hmm. and never showing up in person mm -hmm. to workshops, seminars, events, retreats, masterminds, where they can actually break bread, rub elbows with someone, environmentally be motivated, inspired, and coached, yes. and then go out and execute. Yes. So like that's the big game changer. I keep hearing over and over again is you put yourself in, in environments of seminars and workshops and and masterminds. Heck, I remember when Craig Ballantyne and I were running our 100K Info Mastermind, and you and David Sinek, this was in San Diego, so you guys mm -hmm. were still living there, came and, and you know, Craig was like, hey, is it okay if those two guys sit in the back of the room? And you guys, I remember you guys sit in the back of the room on the ground taking notes. Like, yeah. you found a way to add value to our mastermind group, and I don't know what you guys did to help us. Maybe it was set up tables, I don't know, but you were there learning again. Yeah. And so my challenge to everyone watching and listening to this is what, what's it gonna take to get you to turn off that computer, to put down that device and go to a live event, actually get on an airplane, because I don't know if you hear this a lot, but I certainly do. Gee, Bedros, if only your event was right here in my town, right? I'll say, hey, I'm having, the, I'm having the summit here in Southern California. If only it was in Arizona, if only you were having it in New York, if only, and so many people, if only themselves into brokenness. Yeah, if only you weren't a pussy. Right, exactly. If only you weren't a <laughs> pussy and got on a goddamn airplane yes. yeah. and flew to this goddamn event. Yes. And so that's a big lesson that you have been doing since the beginning. And I can attribute that to you being an action taker and of mm -hmm. course through environmental exposure, yes. seeing what are the geniuses doing and let me replicate that. So yeah. And one, one thing I want to yeah. add real quick to the environment, it's, it has to be a five sensory experience. And that's the difference. When you're reading a book, how many senses are we hitting? Yeah, just, just one, just, right? Well, I, I, yeah, just one, unless you include self-talk as like a sixth. Yep, sure. But just one, you're just getting the visual, right? Or watching a video, you get you get auditory and you get visual. When you go to a live event and you meet someone who, who's just killing it, like I know you had uh, a guy who came and spoke at your mastermind, right? And a billionaire. Yeah. And you got to see him and hear him, touch him, kinesthetic, yeah. um, smell him, whether yeah. you knew it or not. I, I doubt you went... <laughs> 
like that, but you took it no, in. You're right. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a it's a five full sensory experience, yeah. and that because break bread with him, and, yes. And, yes, and to be able to ask the questions right yes. of a person and actually get their feedback without a one sentence answer. That if you're lucky, someone might send you a DM with a one sentence answer. Yes, most of the time, the guy or gal you're trying to reach to get the wisdom from is so busy making money that, yes. hey, I'm putting out free content, benefit from it, but don't don't try and hit me up for free coaching. Yes. So here's an opportunity to break bread with them and ask them questions that are specific to you in your life. Yes. I love the, that. It's the, a five sensory five, experience. The more senses we can get, the more impactful the experience will be. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. So now you're, you're almost 30. In fact, when, when do you turn 30? October. October, okay, so <laughs> right around Halloween, right? Yeah. So you're almost 30, and what is next for Jason Capital and the Jason Capital Empire? Yeah, so again, my mission today is very clear. It's to help a million people earn a higher income to help themselves and, the fa and their families. So I see the next few years of my life just dedicated completely to that and touching and helping as many people as we can do that. I have a couple other ideas, things we talked about behind the scenes for what happens next. I don't, one thing that happened when I was younger, and a lot of things, uh, young entrepreneurs they do this is they only see one step ahead and they're playing checkers and that was a big thing for me when I was younger I'm playing chess now at least I'm trying to right sure. and I'm seeing three or four moves ahead things I couldn't see before so I see other stuff down the line like for myself I'll say it here publicly I don't really care I thought a lot about this I'm, I'm in a position at 29 where if I really want to do it you know I can become a billionaire uh, it's going to take a fuck ton of work. I don't underestimate the amount of work that takes and commitment and sacrifice, which is the big thing, the price to action. I think most people ignore it. So I've had a lot of like late night sessions looking at the moon being like, do I really want to commit myself to this? Because this is going to be a, and part of the, most of me says, yeah, I want to do that. So I'll say it here publicly, I think that that's where I want to go. Will it happen? I have no freaking idea. I can't control the outcomes, but I'm pretty damn sure I'm going to dedicate the next 30, 40 years of my life to getting as close as I can to that number is just my own personal goal. Good also. for you. And yeah. for our viewers and listeners who want to connect with you, reach out to you, what's the best way they can find you? Yes. Hit me up on Instagram. It's just at Jason Capital. Well, Jason Capital, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, man. And I'm super proud of you, not only to call you a friend, but a business partner and someone that I learned from directly. Um, thank you for the impact that you're making, man. Appreciate it. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us for another amazing episode of the Empire Podcast. Now, the greatest compliment that you can give to us is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all of your friends. So please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and then share it online and social media with everyone that you know and make sure to tag us because we love hearing from Empire listeners. And if you own a business that's doing half a million dollars or more in annual revenues, and you know it's got massive potential, and you'd like myself and Craig Ballantyne to help you scale it by 5X, 10X, and 20X in the shortest amount of time possible, then you might be a great candidate for the Empire Mastermind program that we have. To learn more about the Empire Mastermind program, go to bedroskoolian.com forward slash empire.